Oh shit. Uh, welcome back <laughs> to the Grandstand um, Miami Debrief. P. Muddy here. We got F. Knowles. What's going on? Yo. Um, get, I, uh, my, get my Grand Prix out your wife's mouth. <laughs> what? I mean, what? I'm, I'm confused, man. I'm really confused. Give me my money back. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, um, yeah. Give me an uh, give me a give me a, a year subscription to to F one TV like like they did in Spa. Yeah, just which, for having man, to watch ticket that prices shit. were. Yeah, <laughs> just for having to watch it from here. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you what. You know what was what was trending on Twitter uh, in the F one chatter after the race? Just one word. Cringe. Uh, discount. Yeah, cringe. <laughs> Basic. God. Oh man. It was, and we have to now we've got Vegas on the calendar. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this 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 might trigger me like Abu Dhabi last year. Actually, in fact. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, why don't we roll that intro and get into this hole? Roll it. Question for all of you except Romain Grosjean. To whom it may concern, fuck you. More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more, more, more paddock access, access to uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, Miami, what the fuck? <laughs> my god yeah what the fuck okay so that's the, that's obviously the podium uh music uh this is the first time that we had to wait for about what 15 minutes for them to have the podium oh after god. the race the, the we... cops coming through like are you like of course Mer- you know miami had to bring out the state police or <laughs> the Ugh. police escort uh the yeah lights, like the sirens the helmets uh, Going into the Hard Rock Stadium for the podium, uh, I'm not sure that was like the best call for the fans. Also, but yeah, it was uh, it was all weird. But it was kind of like that was just the cherry on top of the cake. There was a lot of weird shit over the weekend. We, I mean, we had the fake <laughs> marina. Uh, that was the, that. What I love yeah. that the fake marina. The memes coming out of that were exceptional. I don't know if you saw that. Sky reporters kind almost, of almost almost as bad as Lance. Almost as bad as Lance Stroll's haircut right now, but Ooh. <laughs> super, super cuts. <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? Your dad's a billionaire. Find a better <laughs> barber, please, for everyone's sake. Something's going on at, at Aston Martin in the haircut. Like, look at Seb's hair. Dude looks homeless, and then Lance looks like he looks like Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. 
Yo, I think it's it's that that budget cap is really hurting everyone right now. I'll tell you what, even, wow, even the strolls. Wow. <laughs> even the strolls. And uh what's what's his name? Seb was even wearing his underwear over his race suit <laughs> leading up to it, just to add to all the weirdness. Um that was clearly for the whole uh, underwear ban that you know you have to wear fireproof underwear. So Seb decided to wear his underwear over his overalls. That was yeah. Part of the whole weekend uh, <laughs> folklore. Uh, yeah, I mean, weirdest. I, I'm. I mean, I'm still like wondering what I watched. The race itself was actually okay. Yeah, not bad. I didn't we, mind the race. Yeah, we'll get to the race, but we're still just shocked at what we <laughs> saw. Like, also ticket prices. We kind of touched upon that last time, but I heard some mm-hmm. people were paid thirteen grand to be inside the paddock, uh, you know, the paddock club, and people were selling seats in the grandstand for you know five six grand as well. That's just outrageous. Uh, it's definitely not helping F one become a popular sport, you know, for the people. Uh, yeah, I mean. Listen, I'm gonna be at, I'm gonna be at the 500 in a couple weeks, and um, I can tell you right now, it's never like that. <laughs> but that's the other thing. Like, let's think about we've got we've had we have Austin, right? We have the actual United States Grand Prix, and Austin, yeah. They, there's like you know the little Texas things here and there, but I, I am just blown away at how yeah. gaudy this race was. Right, so Austin is and the race organizers. Yeah, as just, as you say, Austin has a bit of the Texas pride, which but it's done tastefully. It's a real racetrack, and yeah. you can tell people love their racing there. And yeah, of course, going to be the odd line dancing and Texas barbecue and Texas That's accents fine. from Danny Rake, which is fine. But this seemed different. It didn't even embrace like the Miami <laughs> culture. Texas. I guess it was just like let's throw in as many stars as we can get you know we had some we had some classy appearances from um michelle obama you know former first lady that was yep. great in the merc uh, stance we're gonna give it give it to danica patrick as well she did a great job on the mic she, she got better interviewing you know what okay absolutely because i think she got she got some heat uh, including from us um last year when she did a few sky interviews and she was on it this weekend so yeah she, was, she was good she was actually really good We'll talk about Willie T later. <laughs> maybe, oh he, maybe he needs the same coach because when, when you just rock oh, up to man. rock up to what was it, uh, Max, and just say like, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali Woods told me if you're yeah, a champion, what? it's Christmas every day, and Max is like, "Where's the fucking question here, bro?" I'm, he's like, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm like, gonna go celebrate this win." I have a trophy and champagne to drink. Uh, yeah, this way. And a, and a world championship. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, man. All right. What was, like, for you, it was just, like, cringe on cringe. What, like, what, what when did you tell yourself, like, all right, that's it. I've had enough. Like, what's what was the worst? I, I honestly think, fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm really trying to think. Probably... Yeah, it must have been the Muhammad Ali Willie T. Ribs moment. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is gonna get weird as fuck. Actually and, and then it just it just descended into 
whatever. I mean, the, then the co- yeah, the, again, the cops. Um, that was weird. What about the Pirelli helmets? So, you know, for those oh, of you who are not oh, familiar man. with F1 podiums, there's usually, you know, the top three finishers, like in every racing series, have a little Pirelli hat who, you know, the Pirelli are they, they're the, the sole tire manufacturer. And some of the Grand Prix have, you know, tried to have a little quirky cultural um reference there i think in sochi there was the you know the russian hats and there was the the texas hats and um in austin obviously and since this is a racetrack that surrounds the miami dolphins track they decided to have nfl helmets made after the hottest race ever you're asking drivers to put a full-on yeah. helmet i was like put, you're putting an american football helmet on which it's just painful i mean i know you want just to do- had a helmet on for for what two two and a half hours i mean everyone looked so gassed after that race too <laughs> yeah they're all just like sweating and it's like here put another helmet on they, they look miserable i mean honestly like it's probably one of the, the the harshest conditions and i mean i've been to miami and i just remember walking around and how fucking humid it gets there but yeah i can't imagine yeah. driving an f1 car when your, your temperature is probably three times what it is outside and you know you could tell those guys were hurting at the end and having to wear that helmet I, and it also just looked goofy i thought so that was uh, come on you know there's a little limit there that you know you shouldn't cross but what about the martin brundle gridwalk we gotta talk okay i got i've i've got i've got a couple of clips lined up for you yeah, because in case you missed it, there was this. Sir, I don't know who you are, but I'd like to know who you are. I'm Martin Brundle <laughs> from Sky. You, you look a very interesting character. Social media sensation, let's say this. <laughs> and Modest, too. <laughs> oh, he's so good. This, this random, probably TikToker, Italian douchebag there. Um, and I just, I just, I love the banter. Martin, like sarcasm. He took that, you know, dial and just all the way up to 100. Uh, and then there Martin, was Martin does that though. He does. He he, he, <laughs> he's he, he will say something that yeah he'll say something that like if you're smart enough you'll think about it like a couple days later. It's like that English humor. <laughs> you're like wow my whole life just got ended because oh what you you'll you'll question existing sometimes <laughs> anyway. He he also crossed uh, the William sisters that were not having it. And uh, last little clip here because this is probably my favorite of uh, the whole gridwalk. A man called DJ Khaled. So we'll have a, we'll have a quick word with him and talk him just soon. <laughs> oh DJ Khaled, Martin Brundle, <laughs> Sky F1. Everything good? We in Miami. This is my home. The best city in the world. And the whole world is here for this beautiful event. F1. Family, fun, good energy, superstars, icons. They didn't want us here, F1. But what? God, they didn't want us here. Who was that? Is that Ray J? Yes. Add any words to that? Beautifully summed up, sir. I mean, it is. It is like so incredible how stupid some Americans are when it comes to this. It's like, do you know who Martin Brundle is? They didn't want us here. Uh, Yeah, even David Beckham kind of snobbed him for a while. Then he realized, oh shit, I'm British. I should probably, you know, give him a little mode of my time. Pharrell was clearly paid by his sponsor to just say the name of his sponsor. I don't know if you picked that that up when he was it was it was just no, uh, i didn't i didn't really pay attention to the grid walk um i have was, to admit it's probably the best one yet because it was so cringe and martin brunnell oh. just was he was hating it but 
the sarcasm was just amazing. So I think he got up to Pharrell and he asked Pharrell, like, hey, so who are you rooting for? And he's like, I'm just here with my brother, Richard Mille. I was like, all right, there goes that check, bro. And he said it twice. I was like, all right, we got we to gotta tone it down here. But uh, there was actually a race in the end. And it wasn't too bad, you know. Uh, uh, no, the race itself was fine. Before we get into the race, the track. Okay, so we were kind of talking about it last time that, you know, it was kind of a half uh, permanent track, half uh, temporary track, but it it basically is a track built in the Miami Dolphins parking lot, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a car park. And it's, a parking, it's, a, it's a parking lot. It's yeah, it's uh, it's a parking lot, but it, it's not bad except that the track surface sucks. And you know, I'm I'm trying. I mean, I wish I would say differently, but if they had done that better, we would have we would have had more. I think passing because it was actually impossible to go offline. And when you look at the track layout, you're like, oh man, we're gonna get like an overtaking festival, but we didn't really, because as soon as you got offline, you were getting in the marbles and it was green as fuck. So l- a little bit of a shame, but you know, that's just, that's something they can improve easily uh, next year. And there was a bit of that, that slow well, chicane that made things a little boring and broke the flow of it. It's interesting to me though. Like you spend all this money and you do all this, you know, the bullshit pageantry, um, and and then you didn't invest in the asphalt that the fucking cars are racing on. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. how was this? And and obviously, like you know, the cars with the downforce that they take, like you're literally suctioning uh, the ground. Like it's it's a it's a vacuum effect, and so that probably had probably made a difference. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but like it just again. <laughs> you do all this other stuff and then you just can't get the asphalt right. Oh man. <laughs> well, you know, there was, a, there was a big thing also that happened during free practice. I think Carlos Sainz, who, you know, we'll get back to him, his weekend. He, you know, made another error, unfortunately on Saturday, hit the wall and he hit a wall at a place that was pretty dangerous. And it was a concrete wall and Ocon hit the same wall. And basically it's a, you know, concrete means that you're the driver is taking the whole impact. I don't know if you saw Ocon's hit, uh, it just didn't look that bad, but it was actually a 51 G impact, which is just huge. Was he said it? he was, yeah, 51.4 G impact, which means 51 times the weight of your body thrown back at you on impact. Like, how do you, like, we would have been is dead. That, yeah. Is that how G's work? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. G's 9.8. That, that, was... <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a joke. If you didn't, yeah. if you didn't get it. Sorry, I'm 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 full on uh, full on ranting here. Actually, I just saw a video uh, of an astronaut training, and it shows you like I don't know if you've seen this. It's like making the rounds. It shows you the uh, evolution of like a person going through one one through seven G, and it looks like they're actually aging live. Like they go from being young looking to you know looking like they're in their late eighties. I can't even imagine what fifty one G impact will do to you. Uh, I mean. Not. Probably not the nicest. Yeah, it, 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 well, they, they with Ocon's car too. Um, that that hit. I mean, that shunt broke his chassis. Yeah, cracked his chassis. Yeah, Oof. so they had to completely rebuild the car. Yeah, from scratch. So he, he didn't even participate in qualifying. But you know, speaking of qualifying, so we had you know this championship is ramping up. We had Ferrari locking out the front row first time in three years. And first time for this new driver lineup, 
um, to be to share the front row with Leclerc getting his 12th pole positions. Um, Leclerc has actually won all his races so far in F1 from pole. Interesting fact. Uh, but then during the race, we Red Bull clearly had an advantage. Uh, Max Verstappen passed uh, Leclerc on lap nine, I think. And uh, yep. just just kind of, you know, uh, kept it under control, um, picked up Red Bull's 78th victory, his 23rd victory already, tying Nico Rosberg, our favorite, um, and his actually his father-in-law, Max Verstappen, Nelson Piquet, who's a three-time world champion, he tied him with well, 23 we're not wins. not married yet. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> AKA, AKA Danny Kvyat's, uh father-in-law as well <laughs> so you think he's living he's living in sin basically is that, that's what you're saying <laughs> oh my god yes that is what i'm saying <laughs> so damn yeah that's already for stappen's 23rd victory he's he's brought down okay so two races ago he had a 46 point deficit to charles and now that is only 19 points championship is back on when max finishes a race he fucking wins it that's 100% this year. Um, I mean, I got to give it to Max um, did everything he needed to do. Yeah, it was. It was in the cl- race. In the race. I mean, it, I, I, I was very frustrated by, you know, by the, by the overtake. But um, there wasn't much Charles could have done there. Yeah, it just seems like uh, Ferrari and Red Bull are, are very close, but you know the top speed of that Red Bull uh, just allows it uh, on certain tracks to just you know pull away. It kind of reminded me of Jeddah, if you remember that when Leclerc was you know ahead for a while, and then as soon as Max got into the DRS, meaning he was within a second um, of Charles and could use that extra um, top speed on the straight by putting his wing down, that he just kind of flew past him and was able to then keep Charles out of the DRS and bring it home. We did have a little safety car in the end there, uh, which kind of made things interesting because um looks like Leclerc was actually on it at the restart. And there was a bit of a fight for a few laps, which was actually good because we we're kind of getting to a bit of a snooze fest in the end. Um, but that was yeah, when Lando, Lando and Gasly hit each other on that, in that blind corner, which was unfortunate. It looked... It looked bad at first, but I think it's really unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, it was like Pierre should not have. He tried to get back on the racing line. Um, probably didn't realize that Lando was coming through as quickly as he was. It wasn't. I don't know. It. <laughs> I want to talk about a Gromo, a Grosjean moment. It was. It felt like a Grosjean moment. It, um, it did. But yeah. A little bit. But then when you do watch the replay, you're like, hmm. it was definitely yeah. Pierre's fault, though. I mean, yeah. Right? Well, the, 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 th- the thing was, uh, it, like, I think uh, Gasly says that in his post race interview is that uh, Alonso hit him before and broke his basically right, uh, uh, the, the right rear of his car. So he couldn't steer and he couldn't see. And Lando couldn't see Gasly because it was a blind corner. So they couldn't see each other. And all of a sudden, they're side by side and Pierre probably just saw him as like his nose was getting in front of him and his front left wheel and Lando's back right wheel locked and it looked pretty impressive. Uh, but also Lando didn't hit the wall, which was, that was also very impressive because it could have been, that would have been a red flag for sure. Um, so basically no points for, 
for Lando, no points for Gasly. It was, you know, doing pretty well before that. But it did give us like a bit of a restart uh, and played into the hands of Ferrari slightly. Um, and definitely played into the hands of Russell, who had pit for fresh tires. <sighs> and oh, I can just tell all the Lewis fans were like, oh my oh, God, another another safety no, car. Oh, no, it did stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> oh man. Well, I got I gotta I gotta give it to Russell, man. Uh didn't make it through Q3. He qualified P12, uh, made his way through the pack and went on a bold strategy and it paid off. He was waiting for that safety car and Lando and Gasly gave it to him and and even what's the, and even Lewis was like, fuck, I'm gonna get past anyway, so what do you want me to do? You know, it was, uh, it just kind of fuels the, the Lewis haters. But, you know, if you're a Merck fan, not a bad result, P5 and P6 behind the top four. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at it. It's just, I'm going to say two things. One, um, George is out driving Lewis at the moment. Um, and I think, as a, as a Lewis fan, you're you're a little frustrated by it because you know that that's not. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, are you are you jumping on that bandwagon, uh, Knowles? Are you what, are you are what, you actually what, saying what that what bandwagon? You're saying what bandwagon? Russell drove. You think Russell was out driving Hamilton this weekend in Miami? I I mean over the season, you know, like let's talk about like the fact that George is out qualifying Lewis. Um, he's he's catching up though. So, well, yeah, it was pretty frustrating. Qualifying, yeah. qualifying is three two in favor of Lewis. Actually, is it? Yeah, three two oh. in favor of Lewis, and um, the race results. Um, actually, because I I don't agree with you. I think Russell has capitalized on every single opportunity he's been given, and also like you know in terms of the race events with safety cars. Um. Lewis should have had that podium in Australia. He is faster than him also. Right. Uh, Jeddah was one where Lewis just was like not there. It was just a really weird weekend. Imola also stuck in the pack. This race, Lewis should have been ahead of him uh, in normal circumstances. So I don't actually I don't actually agree with that assessment. I think that Russell is doing really a really good job. But I don't think that we need to make it a Russell versus Hamilton um, discussion no, I mean, yet. Yeah, Everyone's going to... I mean, everyone's going to want to do that, but I, at, at this point, Mercedes just—they're not in the—they're not in the championship fight. So um, they're not. They've admitted uh, there's big updates coming up though next week. I think, uh, yeah, in two weeks' time, we're we're getting back to Barcelona. That's where there usually tends to be the big, big um, uh, updates in the beginning of the season. Uh, but you know, P five and P six. Um, that's the best they could have done uh, because, you know, in all honesty, Valtteri Bottas, who qualified P5 just ahead of Lewis, he should have he should have been the best of the rest today uh, or sorry, on Sunday uh, and kind of just let both of them by in the end. It was almost as if like uh, James managed to get on his radio, you know, you know, old time sake and be like, yep, you got to let Lewis and George by this time because um, that was a very... Uh, a very easy pass. He, uh, I think Botas said he was just like looking at the Merc boys uh, catching up and misbringed. Mm. And also he hit the wall apparently as well. <laughs> so he, he basically admitted doing a little gromo there, which just cost him two places. Uh, but I was pretty gutted yeah. for, for Botas because he deserved that P5, I thought. 
I mean, Valtteri's having, uh, I mean, that aside, Valtteri's having a very good season. He is, man. Right? And he, yeah. I mean, you got to get, like, he, he's going to a team who last year was hardly in the, the conversation about making in the top 10. Um, he's been really good. Um, I think it's, as a driver, probably his best season in Formula One. Yeah, and you know what? You can actually tell on his off uh, on his social media too. Like his social media for me is the strongest out of every single driver in F one right now. It's just amazing. Go follow him. It's <laughs> he's hilarious. Uh, is it? Yeah, it's it's great, and uh, and he's just loving it. You can tell, and I think you know he's got a smile on his face every time he's racing the Mercs and actually has an advantage over them for now. Uh, I think it's great, and we'll see. I, I think he might be like a dark horse later for a podium at some point. Uh, another driver that I really uh, was hoping to see more this race, been super unlucky all year, is Fernando Alonso, who yep. got a few penalties his way. Uh, what do we think of that? Deserved. <laughs> yeah. Fernando's, Fernando's, I mean, he's he's kind of going back to that, like, that he, he the not humble uh, Fernando, like, where... <laughs> he's kind of just he could be an asshole the one Wait. that i i used to i used to shit on all the time <laughs> Wait, did he ever did he ever get out of that phase though? <laughs> i think when he came back into the sport it was like all right he's not he's not being as as vocal as he was <laughs> yeah um and now it's like oh I'm back bitches <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you, you want to hear you want to hear uh like the latest rumor in the paddock oh no what is it all right so fernando as particularly this weekend he's been saying how good of a driver he is and how he's having his best season mind you this guy's a two he's double world champion he's saying that this season right. is his best ever uh in a long time uh and he's really talking himself up because he apparently behind the scenes he's trying to approach red bull and get checo's seat for next year Saying that, oh, I'm just happy to be there and win. I just want to win a few races before I retire. Uh, which we what all a know. Conniving son of a bitch. <laughs> if that's no. true. <laughs> well, welcome to Formula <laughs> One, man. What you... <laughs> Jesus. Yo, you gotta what, do. You, know what? you gotta do what you gotta do to get that seat. That's all I'm saying. I think Gasly should learn from him. I mean, there's no way Red Bull ever gives him that seat. <laughs> no, but there. It does make sense why like, he keeps talking about himself. You know. Uh, Anyway, that, 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 okay. Um, (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, that's ridiculous. He should, he should worry more about his teammate who, you know, had a, had a huge impact. And, uh, also he didn't, he binned it. Um, well, he kind of did the same thing. Let's see. Yeah. Everybody in that same corner. Yeah, Ocon, Ocon bent in the same corner and cracked chassis, like you said, and he started last and ended eighth. He was helped with the the Norris uh, versus Gasly incident, which brought in Ocon into points. It also brought okay. Now we got to bring in, we got to bring in Mick Schumacher because I I don't know if you remember last week I said I have a feeling this is the weekend for Mick to score points, and man, it was all going so well. He was in P nine, three laps to go. And he puts a move on S- Sebastian Vettel. There's a big fight with Ocon behind him on new soft tires after the safety car restart. All he had to do is bring it home. Three laps. Out-qualified Magnuson, faster than him all weekend. His best weekend speaking, yet. 
And then speaking of K Mag, disaster, disaster. He kind of lunged on Vettel, and it also shows that he said. I think people were saying that on a regular track that he you could have made that move, but with like the no traction offline, it was just like it was just a you know it was a kamikaze move, and ended up taking out his mentor. And he he felt so bad. I don't know if you saw the post race interviews, but that's little, like the little Sato, little Sato <laughs> moment. <laughs> Wait, does, did Sato do that? I mean, yeah. he's notorious for like dive bombing, dive bombing. the wrong moments. <laughs> yeah, this is this is bad. Man. I, <laughs> Torpedo. <laughs> I, I I really felt bad for Mick because I, man, he deserved those points, and I think it started way on him. You can tell. And if there's one person he didn't want to take out, was obviously Vettel because he's probably his you know closest friend on on the grid. But it allowed Alex Albon <laughs> to score more points for Williams P nine with that red hair. I don't know if you caught that this weekend. Yeah. I, I didn't really bring that up until I, I've, I've been meaning to talk about this. I don't, I don't know why no one's talking about it. Um, I, what, what is that? The, the performance or, like, or the hair, the hair. Um, <laughs> it looks like he went to like party city and, you know, like a, like a middle schooler goes and like dyes her hair with like that like instant <laughs> hair dye. That's what his hair looks like. It's it's it, funny. It's funny because Jensen Button was like, "What did you do to your hair?" And I don't know if you heard the story. And he dyed his hair in Thailand before Australia, right? The Australian Grand Prix. And he was going. Yeah. He's supporting this uh, NGO uh, that uh, is helping orphans. Um, get back on track okay. and you know getting them you know a proper life and he accepted like they dyed his hair basically so it was kind of like a just like oh yeah let's please the kids and it's like a nice pr moment for him and w- after that he went to australia and he got those first points right and then it faded in imola and he got p11 he almost scored points and then he said you know what i'm going to get i'm going to dye my hair again when <laughs> he said that this time he got it done professionally in a salon but it actually looked worse than when the orphans did it <laughs> and he scored points again. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, maybe there's a strategy there. I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, again, these guys make millions of dollars a year and somehow can't figure out how to cut their hair and do their hair properly. It's like, it's unbelievable. Speaking of, spe- speaking of people who, who have bad haircuts, <laughs> Um, did you see that there's an incident with, uh, with K mag in, in Lance? Uh, when, when K mag well, died bombed Lance, right? In the end of the race. Well, yeah. And then like K mag had the audacity to be like, what a fucking cunt. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, like, oh, there we go. Just let, let loose on his radio. Just full, like suck my balls, honey. Oh, <laughs> on, on Lance. Um, I missed, Lance? I missed I that. Will, yeah. Yeah, I will say Lance. Uh, he brought he got the elbows out with with K Mag, which you kind of have to do because you know he, yeah, Kevin uh, Kevin can be a Kevin sometimes. I think we've forgotten that uh, K Mag. Like, you know, we're all happy that he's back and he was performing well, uh, but we forget how uh, how aggressive he gets on track <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. off track, <laughs> verbally, yeah. uh, physically, you know. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> he's back. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Uh, good, good, 
good of like good from Stroll because he actually scored a, a point. And Aston Martin's definitely not doing too well this year. So uh, no. yeah, brought brought it home and get the, he got the last point of the race. Um, yeah, what else can we say here? Uh, Carlos Sainz, I want to say after that crash, he brought it home in P three, which he desperately needed a good result. Uh, he actually hadn't done a full race distance in a month almost because of his DNFs in the last few races. So, wow. yeah, he needs to get back on track. He probably needs to pick up a win soon uh, if he wants to be considered in this uh, championship. But, yeah. Uh, well, I, he's, he did, he's, got a two, he got, he's got a new contract, you know. Yep. He's at Ferrari for at least another two years. So, um, yep. clearly, clearly there, you know, Carlos does need a, to put in a result, but... I still well. think he's he, he's yeah. in a good spot. He did well. Uh, that he made up for that mistake because they both said that uh, Ocon and Science said they were both pretty sore after that, and I think it's good. He can take he can be pretty happy with that uh, and go to go to Spain for his next race. Uh, championship wise, Leclerc is still uh, at the top, 104 points, uh, but Max is closing in, and yeah, uh, it just looks like if Red Bull picks up the pace like they did last year. Uh, at the beginning of the year, Ooh, it, uh, I mean, you know, I hope Ferrari's well, got upgrades coming up. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm, I'm yeah, afraid. But also, yeah, but the thing is, is that you saw Checo was like in the middle of the race, was like, I'm losing power. I'm losing power. Um, there's something wrong with that engine. They're like, clearly, there's still yeah, you're right. reliability issues there, you know, that, that haven't fully. You know, the transition from Honda power to, you know, was it Red Bull powertrains? That's what they're calling it. Um, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. When the when it's on, it's on. I mean, when the, when the Red yeah. Bull's doing what it needs, when the Red Bull's in a good position, it, it absolutely performs, outperforms the rest of the grid. But I still, oh, yeah. my take Class is... Of- my class of the field there's still reliability issues that's my my thing yeah and they're all they're all hitting poor checo for now actually no i can't say that max has got two dnfs i take that back all you max fans um i will take that back uh but yeah uh i think red bull said that if it wasn't for that issue which i'm not even sure we know what exactly it was or they're they're trying to keep it hush hush that it could have been a one two which bit of a flex i don't know if you know because uh, he did have fresh tires in the end and could not pass signs. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, they almost came together there, but um, yeah, got a bit of action in the end. And and yeah, I think that was an appropriate end to the Miami Grand Prix. Um, we came close to getting a downpour, which happened apparently just after the podium, of course. Uh, maybe it'll be next year. And, uh, and maybe that fake marina will actually have some water in it. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's. You know, I was reading an interview with the, the CEO of the Miami Dolphins, who is also the race organizer, mm-hmm. and he's like, "They told me we couldn't we couldn't have a marina, but we made one anyway." And I'm like, "Just because you can doesn't mean you should," and that's like a general life lesson. You know, like <laughs> Miami, Miami should use that because it, it, it was as if they were trying, I'm serious. It was uh, as if they were trying to, they just, yeah, like make tradition that's not going to ever be tradition. Um, it, it, nothing felt natural. 
yo, just w- watch That's out, man. Ne- next year they might they might have like a fake uh, water tank there and like have dolphins in there. You know, you never know. These guys have gotten some cringe ideas, so I wouldn't put it past them. To do something stupid. Yeah, we the best. You know, DJ Khaled, we the best. <laughs> DJ um, Khaled didn't want us here, but God did. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know what he was on, but he was he was having a great yeah. time, I think, in Miami. Well, that's the most important. God, do- <laughs> you know? God doesn't exist. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I would say. Oh, my God. Um, uh, championships stand. Uh, our standing, our championship, sorry, the stand championship. Unfortunately, Knowles, I know you don't want to talk about it too much, but you did not pick up any points this weekend. And um, let's say I lucked out with that science, um, that Perez move on science not working out because it would have been those 12 points to you. I now lead 54 to 26 uh, before going to Barcelona. Barça. Any last words for Miami or do we just... Leave it in the history books and move on for the rest of 2022. Um, I hope I never have to talk about this race again. <laughs> <laughs> That's my take. <laughs> Until 2023. Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. If I could just say one thing, uh, oh, not that they yeah. will listen to me, is whoever <laughs> is in charge of Las Vegas, please learn from what Miami did wrong and just, you know, do it better. That's all I'll say. You know, I I do. I have a feeling that Vegas will somehow be better than Miami. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I I don't know why, but Vegas is like, you know, Vegas is Vegas. So you kind of lean into that whole thing and people accept it because you just know it's Vegas. Whereas Miami, like, you kind of would hope that there'd be a touch more class anyway <laughs> well uh we're going from the latinos in miami to espana or i should say catalonia some people might be pissed if i say that uh for the next Actually, race my, young, my brother justin is uh currently in Barcelona. Ooh, nice mm-hmm. not a bad city he's gonna, um, be, he's gonna be in catalonia for the race Ooh, so you're saying we might have a Knowles? On the ground, we might. For, we might. I don't, we might. All right, let's work on that. Let's work on that. If anyone, you know, <laughs> anyone has any tickets to throw away, we'll, we're listening. And uh, yep. in, in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, we do have another week, an off week before a doubleheader, which is going to be Barcelona and Monaco. That should be pretty big. Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking about updates next week to see uh, if Ferrari is going to be able to compete with Red Bull moving forward, and if Merck. Should throw away the W13, or is it all going to change from Barcelona onwards? So, a lot's, lots <laughs> Just coming. Just throw it in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just use this whole year as a testing ground for next year. Uh, yeah. But you know what to do uh, at the Grandstand F1 on Twitter, Instagram. And uh, yeah, join us next week for the Barcelona preview. From F. Doles and I, we out. Out.